we have to fight that invisible uh, enemy that, uh, I guess, unknown, but we're getting to know it a lot better. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies. Of concern to publishers as well as editors, I want to talk about our common responsibilities in the face of a common danger. The events of recent weeks may have helped to illuminate that challenge for some, but the dimensions of its threat have loomed large in the horizon for many years. Whatever our hopes may be for the future, for reducing this threat or living with it, there is no escaping either the gravity or the totality of its challenge to our survival and to our security. A challenge that confronts us in unaccustomed ways in every sphere of human activity. This deadly challenge imposes upon our society two requirements of direct concern, both to the press and to the president. Two requirements that may seem almost contradictory in tone, but which must be reconciled and fulfilled if we are to meet this national peril. I refer first to the need for far greater public information, and second, to the need for far greater official secrecy. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. It was early in the 17th century that Francis Bacon remarked on three recent inventions already transforming the world, the compass, gunpowder, and the printing press. Now the links between the nations first forged by the compass, have made us all citizens of the world, the hopes and threats of one becoming the hopes and threats of us all. In that one world's effort to live together, the evolution of gunpowder to its ultimate limit has warned mankind of the terrible consequences of failure. And so it is to the printing press, to the recorder of man's deeds, the keeper of his conscience, the courier of his news, that we look for strength and assistance, confident that with your help, man will be what he was born to be, free and independent. Good day, brothers and sisters. I hope you're doing fantastic today. Always remember, God is great each and every day, each and every way. And through Jesus Christ, the Son of God, you can know eternity of life with him. Hallelujah. Get to know Jesus Christ. 
He's going to save your life. I promise you, he's going to change it for sure. I know he's going to save it if you come to him. Well, as President Kennedy asked for help, we came out here wanting to help provide real news plus real information to we the people. And we've continued to do that. As we've told you in the past, when we started down this road, we never intended to get out here on this podcast talking about the deep research that we had done over the years. We simply wanted to start Neo 420 News in order to be an aggregator of a lot of different trusted news sources onto one website, similar to what Matt Drudge had done with the Drudge Report originally, not as it is today. We wanted to provide that real information about the plant to the we the people so we could understand what was happening and to take back our health by growing our own medicine. I've always said we are what we eat and we are what we think and we continue to have to get away from the pharmaceutical companies that continue to bombard us with their lies, their marketing, their advertisement, and their definitions of convincing people that they have a disease when in reality it's just a simple adjustment in your diet that will help you. Almost all the time, If you will adjust your diet and begin to be more mobile with exercise, you're going to feel better and get over what you think that you have. And that's what they've done. They have created a million, maybe a billion hypochondriacs because they're constantly telling you that if you feel like this, you probably have this. But as you figured out, they make that one drug And is it not crazy to you that whenever they tell you they're trying to help you, they give you a drug? They don't give you a process to get better. They give you a drug to drug you. They drug you so you can be out of it and not in touch with reality. And then they come behind it with this other cabal member that's in the technocracy and the technology world named as IBM. And they launched this little punk kid that's got Asperger's syndrome. His name is Bill Gates. And they create this story about him launching Microsoft out of his garage and him creating this operating system when in reality he never did that. If you go and listen to yesterday's podcast, you'll see the truth about who he bought that operating system from. As you've been noticing recently, we've been doing our podcast in bundles in sequence so you can understand one part and then we move to the solution side of it. And we're doing the same today because we showed you who, we've been showing you who all these people are, Fauci, Burks, Joe Bama, Feinstein, Nadler, Schiff for Brains, All of the criminal cabal, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, all of these people are part of the criminal cabal. These, the criminal cabal, to simply define it, it is psychopaths that work with support of other psychopaths and try to recruit additional psychopaths to continue 
to enslave the world through their lies, deceit, and killing and stealing. And this is continued constantly by them recruiting people into politics because that is a narcissistic area. Just like entertainment is narcissism. Acting is narcissism. These people that they have behind them are all narcissists that are getting rich off of the tit of the criminal cabal. So what we have figured out about the pandemic that is the woo flu, that is the scamdemic that created 287 billionaires that are a part of this criminal cabal because they give money out to their people so then their people can start another part of a separate scam in order to facilitate a scam that we're going to know about in a couple of months, a couple of years, maybe in a decade. Because that's what this one has done here with uh, Bill Gates and these other criminals. Gates is just a puppet. And he's got a lot of hands directly up his finger. We know that he was on the Lolita Express multiple times with Epstein. We know in 2014 there was a person arrested at his house with thousands of child porn pictures on his laptop. And this was somebody that was supposed to be the tech security rep for Bill Gates personally. So we know Gates knew that that was on there. We have a high likelihood of knowledge that Bill Gates had him there. And really, the arrest was supposed to be of Bill Gates, too, but he got kept out of that. But what we have to realize is that these people that continue to do these things, they run test drills, as we reported on recently about the the simulations that they do. They also run test drills, and one of those test drills was the H1N1 virus scamdemic that pulled $18 billion away from we the people, the free people of the world. It pulled $18 billion of our tax dollars from different countries into the pockets of the criminal cabal that is the pharmaceutical company. The pharmaceutical company are drug makers. That's all they are. And whenever they attempted to get, you know, there was a lot of lawsuits against pharmaceutical companies for many years. And then the pharmaceutical companies went together to the governments of the world and said that if they do not get full indemnification, which means they get free of any liability, then the vaccine companies were going to stop making vaccines. So they this is a monopoly. This is a criminal cabal move. Because instead of negotiating the liability and the risk factors, now the pharmaceutical companies have total indemnification, which means they are not getting sued. And in America, you know who pays for the, the uh, health uh, damage that occurs to individuals from vaccine? It's we the people. They set up a vaccine court specifically for this. But you know, part of the World Health Organization, the WHO, that organization has no 
body over it, investigating it or holding it accountable. They have private meetings that even eliminate top level World Health Organization officials from the meetings. They have these meetings in private in order to create agreements in private to, for things to be done. Let me share with you an example that happened back H1N1 in 2009. Many countries, including Germany, Italy, France, and Great Britain, concluded secret agreements with pharmaceutical companies before the swine flu incident, which obliged them to purchase swine flu vaccinations, but only if the WHO issued a pandemic level six alert. The world is now at the start of the 2009 influenza pandemic. And that is the previous director of the World Health Organization, Margaret Chow, which is definitely a Chinese Communist Party spy. So you hear how the government officials had private meetings with pharmaceutical companies to purchase billions of dollars of a vaccine that wasn't even needed. But they couldn't do it until the World Health Organization declared it declared a level six pandemic to which they were willing to do. And then you heard the director, Margaret Chow, come out and say, we're in the midst of this pandemic. That all happened. And then you listen to this. This is Joe Obama saying it. My administration has taken several precautions to address the challenge posed by the 2009 H1N1 flu virus. Notice that he called it a flu virus, but that wasn't good enough for the uh, World Health Organization. They moved it into a pandemic level, right? Do you remember this? Remember it? But listen, what af- right after that was done, this these are what the news reporters were saying on TV right after that. If you've been diagnosed with probable or presumed 2009 H1N1 or swine flu in recent months, You may be surprised to know this. The odds are you didn't have H1N1 flu. In fact, you probably didn't have flu at all. Doesn't this sound very familiar to what happened in November-ish 2019 is when we started reporting on it was in November. And then we really were reporting on it in January 2020. And then it officially got out here to the the world and the, the real... Uh, pandemic started in March 2020. But doesn't this sound very similar? And isn't it ironic that it was Obama that was hap- that this was happening to during 2009? Who was Obama's vice president? Oh, it was Joe Biden. That's why I call the two of them Joe Obama, because Joe Obama is the talking head and Joe is the front face. They're both criminals, part of this criminal cabal sellouts trying to destroy this country. And as I just told you, just if proven that in 2009, the same people, the National Institute of Health with Dr. Or I'm not even going to call him doctors anymore. They have they have uh, went outside their Hippocratic Oath they have done they are no longer doctors these are criminals so we got criminal fauci we got criminal burks we got criminal collins at the nih 
We've got the CDC with criminals inside of it. We've got criminals inside of the different governments around the world that waited for the or, or pressured the World Health Organization to move the uh, level, the pandemic level to six in order to allow those government entities to purchase billions of dollars of vaccines. Doesn't this sound very similar to what we just went through again? So they studied what happened in 2009 and then they got ready to do it again and they did it. And what that reporter said, you thought you had it, but in reality you didn't have it and you didn't have the flu. They tested everything in 2009. They put all of the same people in different places or kept them in the same place. Fauci was still at National Institute of Health. Burks was there. Collins had just retired, but he was still part of his advisory group. The CDC uh, reps were still there. This is was a pandemic of huge levels, and they used what they had already learned in 2009 to do again in 2022, and they had to do it in 2000. I mean, I'm sorry, in 2020, they had to pull it in 2020 to stop President Trump. So they tested all of this. In 2009, with the criminal Jobamas in office. And who was the criminal group up under Jobama? It was the Clinton criminal crime family. Hillary was in the State Department. This is where the whole Benghazi scam came from and her email scam to where she deleted or tried to destroy 33,000 emails. Do you understand what is happening now? And the reason that we're always trying to provide this macro look at it, other people are going to provide news on a day-to-day basis. We're not a part of that 24-hour news spin, brothers and sisters. That's not why we are here. We are here to provide bigger viewpoint of what's happening, connecting dots between the past and the present, and connecting people like the Cyrus Vance from the Jimmy Carter administration to the Cyrus Vance Jr., who is the district attorney in Manhattan that has been trying to get Trump's tax returns. Like James Comey, who has been a, he is a self-purported communist right whenever he started to take office in the FBI. And then his daughter, Maureen Comey, is the prosecutor who we waited two years to get in court in front of Ghislaine Maxwell to ask questions. And what did uh, Maureen Comey ask? Four questions. She never put out any of the people who were doxxed through the documents that are provided that were on the uh, Epstein plane or on Epstein Island. So all of those people who were on that list of the island and on the plane, all of those people have been participating in the pandemic, scamdemic coup d'etat against we the people. They took what they learned in 2009. They applied it in 2020 to pull it. They've done this before because they did it in 2001. 2001, 2009, 2020. Same people involved every single time. And their cohorts are around making money off of this. 
This is the criminal cabal that we talk about. Okay? These are the people. It's the Gateses. It's the Obamas. It's the Bidens. It's the Clintons. It's the Pelosi's. It's the Feinsteins. It's, it's all of these people. These are the same characters that have been there. Deborah Burks, Collins. These people have all been there. And Fauci, remember, he's been there since the AIDS days. People are blaming him now for all the deaths because he's the one that pushed the AZT. But again, I'm going to just close it out with the recording from that reporter back in 2009 that sat there and told you if you thought that you had it. And now reference this in today's world of the Wu flu, scamdemic, pandemic, coup d'etat that culminated November 2020. Started November 2019, perpetuated into November 2020, and then finalized in actuality January 6th, 2021. Timeline is very important. The characters, the people. Ultimately, brothers and sisters, what I am saying here is that these criminal cabal are just profiteers that are wanting profit over we the people. These are psychopaths to the highest level. And these people have to be brought to justice. They have to have Gitmo for life or more because they have destroyed people's lives. They have killed people. They have stolen billions of dollars. They have coerced and conspired together in order to do this massive fraud. And fraud is a crime. Don't ever forget any of this, brothers and sisters. Continue to add to the memory banks. Don't get gaslit into believing some false flag lies because they weren't there. The false flag was 20, I mean 2009 H1N1. When they did that, they were testing everything to see what the public's response was in order to move it into place when they needed it. And they needed it to get President Trump out of office because he was creating peace deals not wars. He was creating these things. He was exposing all the criminality. Millions of people were getting back to be constitutionalist, becoming nationalist. They have pride in America and taking America back to the make America great again theme. Patriots, continue to stand up. Stay courageous. As this is a time to where we'll never forget. This is where the future is made. The invisible enemy that we are getting to know much better now. These criminals have to be brought to justice. Stay tuned for more as this is Neo 420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies. If you've been diagnosed with probable or presumed 2009 H1N1 or swine flu in recent months, you may be surprised to know this. The odds are you didn't have H1N1 flu. In fact, you probably didn't have flu at all. 